Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. I wanted to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So make sure you sign up for my free newsletter at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help encourage you to find a mentor. I'll also be interviewing business coach Jason Wright, who shares how he encourages and inspires the people whom he mentors to help them reach their highest goals. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Many of you know me as a psychotherapist, but some of you don't yet know me as a composer. I currently have two albums which have been released. Think of both albums like books. Each composition is written like a chapter in a book. The first album, Consolation, explores the character's grief and loss. And just like a story, the character experiences heartache and eventually he finds healing and hope. The second album, Restoration, follows the same character. He has an internal awakening. And in this awakening, he recognizes all the things in his life which aren't healthy. And it helps him come to a place of restoration, being restored to something greater than before. You may purchase both albums on iTunes or any other digital music store or simply listen to them on iHeartRadio. The names of the albums are Consolation and Restoration and my stage name is James S. Miller. The name of the piece you're currently hearing is from the second album, Restoration, entitled Restoration. The Importance of Mentorship We all have hopes and dreams that we would love to have come true one day. But where do we start? Sometimes we get so overwhelmed before we even start the journey because we really don't know what to do or how it's even going to come about. Often we'll make many impetuous decisions and then we experience what we consider a failure. And then all of a sudden we think, oh my gosh, I tried this, it didn't work out. I guess it wasn't meant to be. And unfortunately, that's many times when people give up. If you don't know how to do something, why would you not ask for assistance? A mentor is someone who can lead you down the path that is healthy for you. Someone who's walked that path themselves. Someone who has wisdom and insight and experience to help you. Yes, the hard work is yours to do, but they're going to guide you and give you insight into potential pitfalls or even hold you accountable to different decisions that you make. So sometimes we think, well, I don't have any mentors. I don't even know of anybody who's done what I've done before. And if that's the case, then think of this a little bit differently. If you have a dream to do something in a certain field, but you don't know anybody who's ever been in that field before, well, do you know people who've started their own business before? Do you know people who have gone against the grain and have been successful in other areas in their life? Sometimes we have to piecemeal certain areas of what we're going to do and try and figure out who can help us. If you know someone who's a great leader, talk to them, get their insight about leadership. If you know someone who's really good with finances, talk with them about finances. If you know somebody who is really good with networking. Talk to that particular person with networking. Sometimes, like I said, we have to piecemeal it until we can get all of our needs met. 
And worst case scenario, there's always Google. There are so many amazing books, so many podcasts, so many blogs that you can read to help you. Yes, it's best to talk to someone in person, but you do what you have to do until a person is brought across your path. The more you look for something, the more you will find it. You don't have to do this alone. So that's why it's so important for you to find a mentor, to find a coach who can help you. The more successful people you have in your life who are going to help you reach your goal, the more likely it is you're going to reach your goal. When you try and do something without any knowledge of what it is you're even doing, unfortunately, most people give up. Don't give up. Find a mentor today because they will help you reach your ultimate goal. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. My guest today is Jason Wright, who is the creator of IntentionallyInspirational.com. His mission is to help inspire business owners and self-starters achieve their highest success. Welcome to my show, Jason. Thank you for having me. Appreciate being here. Yes, it's such a pleasure to meet you. I know I was trying to get you on my show earlier, so I'm glad that our schedule's finally synced up. Awesome. Thank you for having me. So now you have done so many things as an entrepreneur yourself, and I'm really looking forward to having you tell your story and the life lessons you've learned along the way. So tell us, what is it specifically about you as an entrepreneur? How did you kind of find your way? Well, I, I think it all began with me very early in life. I want to say maybe 13, 14 years old, uh, just wanting, wanting more. Uh-huh. You know, I was inspired back then by just wanting money for more fishing lures and simple things <laughs> like that. It's a very humble beginnings, but um, you know, I've done entrepreneurship on and off throughout my life and gone the corporate route for a while and realized that I just wanted more. I wanted that control over my time. I wanted to do things my way. Uh, I felt like I was never getting my best, uh, giving my best value to the world in somebody else's role. So I like to kind of, you know, operate without boundaries and entrepreneurship offers that. So it sounds like you built a different metric of success. You figured out what you wanted and you built your whole platform around that. Absolutely. You know, I didn't want limitations on what I was doing or what I was making or, or things like that. So I think a lot of, uh, you know, creative expression uh, was needed by me and, and entre- entrepreneurship gave me that outlet. So I've pursued it pretty heavily the last, you know, 18 months, mm-hmm. two years. And I love to inspire others. And I love to inspire others, not only by content, but, you know, doing the things that I'm talking about and saying, you know what, if you've got no other support, you know, let me be that one person to support, you know, check out what we've got. And I really, it's really my passion, you know, where passion intersects talent is where good things happen. Oh, that's amazing. I really like that. Did you find that you were always that type of inspirational person? I think so. I mean, thinking back to sports and stuff like that as a kid, I mean, you know, I would say I was always a natural leader Mm -hmm. and I'd always try to build people up around me. And like I said, uh, you know, put forth a lot of effort myself and just, I've always had that refusal to give up very, very stubborn in a good way. And, you know, that's, that's helped get me to where I'm at today. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that people, I, mean, I guess when they have a more of the entrepreneurial aspect, they don't realize that just their personality itself is one of the most important things. I mean, we can be the best in a certain business strategy, but if we don't have that interpersonal connectedness or that leadership, when it comes to our peers, that's where many people lack or that's where they're struggling. And so I'm glad to hear that you had that. Mm-hmm. It seems like entrepreneurship is such a popular buzzword these days, and I'm sure you you hear that as well. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur because they think oh, I can make unlimited funds mm-hmm. and I can do whatever I want. But 
in my experience, it's, it's probably the hardest thing I've ever done uh, for a number of reasons. And, you know, it, it's just it fits me well, though. It's a great fit for me. It's what I'm called to do. It's what I'm going to keep doing. And I'm not going to stop till I get to where I want to go. Yeah. And I agree, you know, kind of rolling out lifeology itself. I remember for me, I'm like, oh, I have all these great ideas. And, and it was funny because when you first started, when you really start to map it out, the ideas and the ability to guess the outcome, it's a little different. So I completely agree with you when you first start. I think that's probably one of the most difficult times is when the, the reality of, wow, what my dream is and what my investment is and what my return is right now, it's not the same. And I think that's many times where people can become very frustrated, maybe disheartened. And I think that's where a lot of those dreams fade away. Absolutely. You know, something I want to throw in there just because I feel so strongly about it. But, you know, a lot of startups, I talk to a lot of startups all the time and where they get jammed up, they go to their, their family and their closest friends for advice. And that's a dangerous game to play because mm-hmm. a lot of times these same folks have never started businesses themselves. So I feel like they're asking the wrong people the wrong questions and they lose that support if they don't get that support early and that can absolutely crush their spirits. I agree with you. In fact, I did a show on this earlier in the year and I talked about that, that well-meaning people, just because they're well-meaning people does not mean that they are the right person for you. You know, if someone does has no background at all, well, why would you ask them? You know, you can ask them for emotional support, but when it really comes down to the practical aspects of how to do something, you know, I wouldn't ask a brain surgeon how to change the oil in my car. You know, it just doesn't make sense, you know? So really yeah. keeping that in mind that well-meaning people is as great as in your life are not always the person you should probably ask. So I, I think that's a wonderful point that you make as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So when it comes to the, just the inspirational part, tell me more about that. What, what, what inspires you? I'm inspired by passion. Mm-hmm. I'm inspired by people that get really, really excited about their gifts and sharing those with other people. Um, I'm inspired by giving back to others. It's almost that coaching feeling. Uh, a parent can feel that, a coach a mentor in a lot of different ways. But when you say or do something and you see that light bulb go off in somebody else's eyes, yeah. man, I don't know if there's a greater feeling. Yeah. That is powerful. That intrinsic change, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's addicting. You're like, I want to do that again. And <laughs> how many more people can I touch? So yeah. that, that's my, that's my biggest thing. And obviously I love guys like yourself that have, have done things I haven't done yet. I mean, it's really inspiring to, to always shoot for that next level mm-hmm. and to surround yourself with people that are more successful than you have done more because that's going to make you strive and reach and claw and find new perspectives to get there. So those are the things that inspire me. Yes, because if you're the smartest and most successful one in your friend group, it's time to level on up. Absolutely. (laughs) I totally understand that. Who are the people that inspired you? Um, I'm inspired by um, friends. I'm inspired by people that are entrepreneurs themselves, people that have done some things that I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. people that have taken those risks that – uh, I saw myself wanting to take. You know, I've always been inspired by just the entrepreneur in general, the, the guy or the gal that can step out, that can support their family and, and have some control over their time and do some things they want to do in the way that they want to do it. It's really inspiring to me because I, I say, you know what, those are my people. Those are the people that I should be among and I will be among. So uh, that's the biggest thing for me right there, honestly. And, you know, my wife and my kids inspire me as well in different ways mm-hmm. and make me want to be the very best specimen of myself that's possible to make all those things happen. That's wonderful. You know, kind of going back to what you said earlier in the sense of, you know, with the great thing about lifeology is we always have a lesson to teach everybody. You know, you're teaching me something, I'm teaching you something, the person we see in the streets teaching us something. But if we're not really aware that everything around us is a lesson, we lose out on so many wonderful things we can assimilate and internalize and then practice in our life. And so life is just so full of amazing things that can help us navigate through any situation, but we have to look for it. 
We have to be tenacious to just simply open your eyes and not be so myopic in, in your thoughts and in just in life in general. So that's one thing I really like for people to you know always think about is just like you said, we're inspired by everybody. But the point is, if you're not aware of it, you lose out on so many lessons in life. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Now, when you first started out as an entrepreneur, did you find that there were some pitfalls for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, one thing I think is, you know, unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, now I know overnight successes usually take about 20 years or 10 <laughs> years. But, yeah. you know, the literal idea of, uh, you know, stepping out and, and finding success. I actually have a really quick story that's a great example of that. Sure. So I'm not embarrassed. I'm proud to say that I quit a great corporate job, try to go full-time entrepreneur and build that income back in three months. And I failed horribly. And I was pursuing money and I lost a ton of money in the process. But the beauty out of all that comes is the experience, is yes. the lesson from actually doing it. Yes. So that right there, I think it'll give me material to reflect on, coach on, speak on, ride on for the rest of my life. Oh my life. gosh, of course. In fact, uh, today, one of my shows rolled out uh, called Failure, the Foundation for Success. And I spoke with someone who talked specifically about failure itself. But I agree with you. Is, some, is something a stumbling block or is it a stepping stone? Mm-hmm. Our, our metric of success, you know, for you, if your metric of success in that moment was financial, and if, if you didn't achieve that, then of course, and it felt like you failed. But when you look at the lessons that you can now assimilate. Like you said, you just now have fodder for the rest of your, of your coaching career. You have all this information that you're going to be able to disseminate and to really help people to say, look, this is where I fell or this is where my struggle was. Let me help you. So I really do mm-hmm. think it is so important that we reframe any situation. If we get stuck in what was and don't look at what is or get stuck in the label, then we slap on ourselves based off of the outcome of something we didn't like versus that's just something I went through. That was something I went through like five years ago. So why am I so worried about it? You know, that type of, and I don't mean to minimize what people have gone through, but it's more in the sense of how can I use this instead of why am I stuck in what was? Because that, that will always, that will never allow you to reach your highest goal. And James, what I hear you saying is it's about perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of obsessing over the the obstacle you think's in front of you, why don't you look to the left and the right and look for those opportunities that are also right there? And I, I think that's what I learned. You know, your earlier question, what was your biggest struggle? I think a lot of it's mental. I think when you have an expectation and you fall short and you find yourself in unfamiliar territory, a lot of people don't know, you know, where do I go from here? You know, and and an easy way out is let's just give up. But if you think about your why, you remember why you began that journey and you obsess over your destination, I promise you, if you're willing to go through it, you will find a way through it, around it, over it, under it, whatever. That's just very true. You know, you think about when we get one or two no's, if you're in a business of some sort, you know, you're, you're trying to get funding and you're trying to network a certain way and you get your first no, that sense of rejection. Then you get your second no, and then you get your third. And it's like, oh my gosh. And then we have to be so careful because if we internalize all of that, then we take it in a very personal level. And I think that's one of the most difficult things is when we haven't really separated between James the person, for example, talk about me, James the person versus James the radio host or James the psychotherapist or James the friend. You know, I'm, I'm the core person of that. But when I link too many of my personal emotions or personal experiences with something what I consider rejection, then that actually works in a negative way as opposed to simply saying, okay, well, that door closed. Well, let me find another door. Because we internalize that to say, oh, I must not be good enough or maybe my business plan isn't right or 
or I can't believe I left this job or what am I doing? You know, everyone keeps saying no. Well, it's not everybody said no, two, three people said no. But the point is when we internalize that and it, all of a sudden it's, it's what we believe for ourselves as the person, then that unfortunately really taps into a lot of previous life experiences we've had that we never really resolved. And that's where that sense of rejection comes in. And that's many times where people just quit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's one of the things I've discovered all these years is if I'm either working with an individual or a company is helping the person separate between their emotional and secure self and their business itself. Yes, it's the same person, but if we allow our negative past to influence us when we're trying to present to the world, sometimes that can have a negative counterproductive effect. Sure, that makes sense. With your life coaching or your business coaching, how is that impacting the lives of the people with whom you work? Yeah, so Intentionally Inspirational, it's a kind of a, an evolution of, of where I've been to where I am now. And what I do is I just create resources for startup business success. So I write a blog and I have a podcast and I coach and I do things to not only inspire people to take action, but I give them steps to do so. Because you know as well as I do, inspiration by itself is fleeting. It doesn't mm-hmm. last. Um, so you, they've got to take action. And then after they take action, they need that support. So I'm inspiring people around me, You know, my team that works with me, the people I coach, the people that are the audience of my show. Um, all those people, I'm inspiring them by walking along this entrepreneurial journey with them hand in hand. You know, I, I think that's, that's absolutely wonderful. You know, and I'm thinking about that in my own life as well is when we don't have a baseline for what we're experiencing, we often react in a very, or I guess, respond in a very reactive way. If all of a sudden I'm trying to do something new and I don't know what to do, then I'm going to go with the first idea that comes to me with, that doesn't really mean that's the most productive or proactive or even, you know, the right choice. I think many times when people don't have someone like you to help them go step by step. And, you know, it could be a completely different business venture than you personally have, have gone through, but you understand the roadmap. And I think when people don't have someone with whom they can uh, or find counsel, then they do. They, they're very reactive. And then that's once again, where they feel like they're very defeated if it doesn't work out because they've never done it before. Without a baseline, without someone to help them, people will fail. People will become discouraged. People will often feel as if they can't go on with their business. You know, the sad part about that, I agree with everything you just said, by the way, but the sad part is, is I believe all of us have very unique talents and mm-hmm. gifts. If everybody maximized their potential, the world would be a different place. So, you know, when somebody gives up, you know, if they give up and they never go past that point, they and the rest of the world has no idea what they were capable of doing. So, you know, obviously I can't get in front of everybody out there, but if I can impact one person, you have no idea how far that ripple will travel. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really inspiring to me to keep doing what I'm doing and keep connecting with folks uh, from all levels, you know? Of course, but that whole, you know, the butterfly effect or just that ripple effect, have you found that your students are able to inspire other students and, you know, have that, that, that world changing effect happen? Oh yeah. I mean, you definitely see it, you know, when you, when you talk to somebody and they've got kind of an idea, but not a whole lot of, there's not a big flame there. Uh, when you can get that flame to grow and, and you can see them take some risks and make some things happen. The next thing you know, you see them on social media doing the same thing to somebody <laughs> else and connecting and growing. And it's a really cool thing. Cause you start looking around saying, man, I have no idea where this is going to go. And, and things come back around to you. And it's just, uh, you know, the more you put out there, plain and simple, the more that comes back around. Exactly. And it's a beautiful thing. And yeah, I mean, there's definitely a, a domino of positive influence. What would you tell my listeners? Uh, what are ways in which they can inspire the people around them? Let's say they're not, they're not an entrepreneur of some sort. Sure. I mean, I think the, some good advice to inspire people is, 
you know, try to see the best in people, try to make a positive impact in the world every single day. And you can do it, come as you are. You don't need to go, you know, spend money and do something. You don't need to prepare. You don't need to wait till the new year. Do it today. Come as you are. You know, you can always control your effort and your attitude regardless of your circumstances. So make a positive impact. Do the things you say you're going to do. Do the things you're going to tell other people. And I think you'll find you start attracting new folks. I think people will start looking at you differently. And I think you will start to see that positive effect of the change that you create. So you're saying more, and if I understood you correctly, so just be more consistent in everything you say and do, which creates a certain level of integrity that people notice. And when they notice that, that's when people are drawn to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it creates influence. It creates a, you know, a positive and lasting effect that people can see and experience for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. In fact, I did a show a couple weeks ago when we talked specifically about that, about being an authentic leader, you know, helping people understand that who I am when no one else is around, you know, that allows me to be authentic to myself to say, well, if I'm always the same way, that way I know when adversity does strike in my life, well, I already know how I'm going to respond. I don't have to say, oh, what am I going to do? Because I automatically respond in a way that's healthy for me. And so using those parameters of what's healthy, what's not healthy, you know, when you're around everybody else, all of a sudden they know that they can trust you. You're an, you're an authentic leader in that respect. And so I think that is very inspiring to people when they know they can trust you. They know they can have a kind word or receive a kind word from you or that they can just interact with you in a way that there's no judgment. I think that really creates a, a safe, healthy baseline for, for people to be around. Mm-hmm. With some of the concept of inspiration, how, how does that roll out? Is it more in words? Is it more in actions and in, in books? And in, in what type of modality do you present that? So I, I spread in, inspiration through a few different channels, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a blog. I push that every every week. That's how it began. A blog uh, quickly turned into a podcast, which I still do both of those. I've got an email list. And, and uh, honestly, you know, I've got the people I coach. And honestly, everywhere I go in life, I try to be that same person. I mean, the beauty about what I'm doing, this is really me. This is the same me that talked to my wife five minutes before we spoke today. And it's the same me that will see my neighbors later today. And uh, I'm very, very consistent where I am. So I take this mentality beyond the business and I try to just take it into day-to-day life, you know, whether it's interacting with the the person at the checkout line or whatever it may be. So I use all those different modes and mediums as well. You actually look for that opportunity where I think many people don't. They're like, well, if an opportunity arises, I can be inspirational, I will. But you intentionally look for that. Well, I guess it goes back to intentionallyinspirational.com. Uh, absolutely. You know, I came up with that name out of a cold sweat. I woke up at like 2 a.m. and it just popped in my head and I said, I don't know what this means, uh, but it's going to be big. Oh, and great. what I tell people, I said, it's not a business venture. It's not an idea. It's a lifestyle. And that's really what I just described mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a way of life, exactly, because I think when, when it is, you kind of put that hat on and take the hat off, you know, there, there is going to be a level of, of inconsistency in your life where after a while, you forget, wait a minute, what hat am I wearing? And sure. then you forget that your whole life's mission was to be inspirational. And so after a while, it's not as authentic as it was before. Mm-hmm. With your podcast and your blog, what types of people are you specifically reaching? Yeah, I mean, the, the target is uh, startup businesses. But what I find is I, I do appeal to people in that career path. I do appeal to people that may be entrepreneurs that have had some success and, and been going down a road for a while, but they get to a point where they're starting to hit their head against that ceiling and they're not sure why. So, you know, I, I think there's a crossover there. But, you know, my main focus is that that startup entrepreneur, because I know as well as you, it's it's the hardest part. Getting started is the hardest part. So, you know, if you throw a car in neutral and you have to push it, 
you know, it's really hard to get moving, especially depending on the car. But once it gets rolling, maintaining that momentum requires less effort. Mm -hmm. Starting a business is no different. So that's really my focus, my passion. And I keep, these people keep finding me, you know, in my day-to-day life, I'll get to talking to somebody, you know, in a Walmart at a random place. And what do you know, they've got a side hustle that they're thinking about (laughs) starting. So I get pulled back in there very commonly and it's a very comfortable space for me. So it sounds like it's very serendipitous for you in many ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I think I've, I really like the analogy you use as far as the car because it is true. You know, I, I know many people, even even in my own uh, different ventures, I've business ventures I've had in my past. It is it is difficult when you don't know what to do and you don't know with whom you should surround yourself and you don't know who to ask. It is. It's sometimes it feels so great that it's like, wow, I literally have no idea where to start. I don't even know if I can do this. And I think that it is good to hear that you are there at the very beginning with them to, like I said earlier, I suppose, just mapping out that paradigm for them or mapping out those steps for them. Absolutely. So if my listeners would like to find out more information about you and all the amazing things that you're doing, Jason, where would they find your information online? Just go to intentionallyinspirational.com. You've got the blog, you've got the podcast, you've got absolutely everything that I'm into right there. Perfect. So the podcast can also be heard on what platforms? Uh, It can be on iTunes, SoundCloud, um, Stitcher, all the major platforms, and it is also called Intentionally Inspirational. Wonderful. Well, Jason, thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. I really appreciated getting a chance to speak with you and hear about all the amazing things that you're doing. All right, James, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.